I'm your host, Cassidy Lynn, and you're listening to my photography podcast where we talk about photography education. Sometimes I just get on here and talk about photography, things that are frustrating me or just it's the photography life over here. So welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Today's episode is going to be all about lighting. And as photographers, lighting is like the thing that makes us tick. So um, lighting is what we need. It's it's the secret sauce to every recipe. Um, and by recipe, I mean like the photos that we make. So we're going to talk about lighting today. Um, I first wanted to shout out all of my busy season besties who are probably busting out their galleries while they're listening to this podcast. So I just want to say if you are in the middle of busy season and you have a million weddings and sessions to put out, um, I just want to say that you're doing great, sweetie. You are doing great. Keep keep on trucking along. You got this. Um, I personally have a ton to edit, but unlike you, who's probably editing and doing what you should do, I'm recording a podcast. So we love a procrastinating queen like myself. So good job, guys. Keep it up. If you're not busy right now, that's literally okay. I know my first couple of years in photography, I was not busy in September or October which is literally fine. Use that time to work on your business, work on the back end of things and see how you can improve. So that's it for um, my little encouragement for you guys. I hope that that was nice for you to hear. And we are going to jump into some tips about lighting. One other thing that I forgot to add, um, if you don't know, I have like an online shop where I sell photography things and like photography tools, whatever. I have a Lightroom brush pack that I have in my shop and I just added a fall leaves brush. So it's basically like a brush that helps enhance fall leaves and like the colors in the trees and stuff. So I I found myself using this brush all the time and I was like, you know what? I should just add it to my brush pack. So there you go. If you bought the brush pack already, you should have gotten an updated email that said like, Hey, if you want to get this brush, whatever, download it here. But if you haven't already check that out, it's on my shop, which is literally just shop.cassidylimphoto.com. All right. Now on to some tips about why lighting matters. So, um, I feel like at the beginning of my photography career, and honestly, it hasn't been that long since I did this, but I just found myself not caring so much about lighting And just saying that I could always, you know, fix it in post or fix it in Lightroom, Um, which newsflash, that is not always the case. So I used to shoot just like during the day or indoors under like super harsh overhead lights. And I would go to edit them later and I was like, hmm, why don't I like my photos? Um, And 
if you didn't know, it's because of the lighting sometimes. Um, lighting really, really affects like the mood of your photos. If you don't believe me, I want you to do a shoot at golden hour and then I want you to do a shoot in the middle of the day when the sun is like high in the sky and let me know if you still don't think that lighting matters. Um, so there are three things I want to talk about, about why lighting matters and just like a few tips. So the first thing is that lighting always complements your subject. Um, lighting is as a photographer, lighting is our best friend, but it's also kind of our worst enemy at times. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, specifically when like the sun is really high or you get like these really harsh shadows on people's faces or even like inside. If you have overhead lights, you start to get like shadows under the eyes and underneath the nose. So it definitely can be your worst enemy. Um, if you have shot at 1 p.m. and the lighting was really harsh, this is like basically the exact situation that I'm talking about. Um, your lighting can either highlight your subject and compliment them or it'll just completely take the focus away from your subject altogether. If you have poor lighting, it it kind of shows in the photos. And that this is not me saying that you need to be afraid of shooting in the middle of the day because you definitely shouldn't be. Um, there's a lot of ways to combat like bright lighting, but when there is bright lighting, I feel like there's a better chance of like the lighting ruining the shot. And I like shooting at noon sometimes because you do get like the bright blue sky in your images. So I feel like that's nice, but sometimes it is a little intimidating, especially if you don't know of like a good place where the lighting is like really good at noon or, or like, you know, a good place that like you can shoot at with the lighting, if that makes sense. So you can like turn your subjects a certain way to get the lighting that you want. So whenever I have to shoot like just in the middle of the day, I typically will always go to a park or someplace that has shade. So I kind of find that shooting in the middle of the day, but shooting like underneath a tree, that lighting actually is like really good because it like the lighting still like bounces off their face but they're still um shaded so it's just like this really nice like glowy look to the photos and you're getting this literally in the middle of the day so what I will do is I'll find a location that has trees and has shade maybe has like one tree that's kind of out in the open that I can shoot at too so then I have my subject in the shade but then they also have like that um kind of bright um surrounding areas too and then I also like having areas that are in the open so I can mess around with that direct sun. Typically, I just kind of put my subject wherever it's backlit for them. So I prefer to like always have my subjects backlit because I think that's like the most even lighting. If not, I'll flip my subject around completely and have the sun like right in their eyes and right on their face and just like illuminate their entire face I usually won't do like half lighting or like side lit I'm not a big fan of how that looks in my images but um a good trick for this is um you can hold up your hand 
And when you hold up your hand and like you keep moving it around, you can see when your hand becomes evenly lit and when it does. So once it becomes like fully shaded, that's when you're going to know that it's backlit and that's where you're going to want your subject to be. Um, so I kind of look at my hand, see how I want it to be lit. And then wherever I stop with the lighting, that's where I put my subject. Um, if you didn't know this, the sun is never truly like directly on, on top or like, what am I trying to say? The sun is never directly above you. There's like always at least a little bit of like off centeredness to the sun, which means that you will always have a chance to have your subject backlit. So no matter where the sun is, always be like looking for the best opportunity to have your subject backlit. Thing number two about why lighting matters. Um, lighting cannot be changed in posts. I don't know if you knew that, but you can't like fully change lighting in posts unless you are like a master photoshopper or something. I've seen people like photoshop lighting into their photos, which is great, like cool. Um, but any work that I do, I really just kind of enhance the lighting that is already taking place. Um, this concept is something that took me a really long time to implement. Um, although like there are really awesome photo editing tools like Lightroom and Photoshop, um, those things can't like completely change the original composition and lighting of the image. Um, no matter how hard you try, there's still gonna, it's still gonna look a little bit off if you are able to change the lighting. It's still gonna look just a little bit weird. Um, so instead of wasting like all of your hours of the day in post trying to edit your lighting to look perfect um, and to correct those mistakes, um, take the time during your shoot to find the best lighting for your subject. That for me has been an absolute game changer. I don't think that going through a shoe and just being like, oh, I can fix it later. I don't think that's like a beneficial mindset because if you get in that mindset, then you start to like leave like small items in the photo too. And you could be like, oh, I'll fix that later. Um, and you're just adding more time to yourself. Like you're literally just adding more time onto your editing process when you could very easily just be like, all right, let's pause. Let's figure this out. Let's move this object. Let's get the good lighting. Um, and then we'll continue shooting. That definitely is the way to go. Like, I promise you, it's the way to go. Don't leave a random water bottle in the photo. Um, and in the same way, don't leave your subjects in bad lighting when you know that they need to move a little bit in order to get like the lighting that you want. So that is tip number two. And my third thing that I would like to say about lighting is that you should honestly be really picky about what time of day you shoot. Um, I do know that there are like circumstances and things that don't always allow people to shoot in the evenings or on the weekends or maybe during the weekdays, whatever your schedule looks like. I know there's always limitations, um, but truly spend time figuring out what days you're free and what time of the day that you want to be shooting at. So um, I know it can be kind of annoying or a little cliche or basic that photographers only shoot at sunset. But to be honest, there is a really good reason why photographers only shoot at sunset. 
and it's literally because the sun is incredible at sunset or vice versa shooting at sunrise too same effect um the lighting at sunset or sunrise it's just so beautifully golden um it's not as harsh on your subject either so the sun is a lot softer and like the warm glow is just it's amazing and you can put that sun like directly behind your subject's heads and it's like basically eye level with you which is like it's just i i have no words it's so good um it's also just really easy to position your subject when the lighting is like that um i'm not saying that you have to shoot at sunset um for every session but um here's just a few things that you can implement into your photography business that are going to help you preserve the best lighting so if it's possible book your sessions an hour before sunset um everyone's sunset time is different sometimes I do two locations for my shoots so um I add in like an extra 30 minutes in between my two locations for travel time so instead of doing an hour before sunset maybe I'm doing two hours before sunset it just depends on how long your session is going to be um if sunset is booked up try to shoot at sunrise um and shooting at sunrise poses its own difficulties because you have to find a location that faces the east rather than faces the west so maybe you have a few locations that are good for sunrise but aren't good for sunset and vice versa um just make sure you are aware of like where the sun is rising at the location that you're shooting so shoot at sunrise too and just make sure that the views are good guys um when your client isn't available for sunrise or sunset try to pick a time as close to sunrise or sunset that you can um if for example you normally would shoot a sunset session at like 6 30 but your client isn't available that time and maybe you try to do something around five or like four um the closer you are to sunset compared to how close you are to noon it makes a difference like the closer you are to the sun being down the easier it's going to be just to find that lighting that really works um and honestly i know that there's a lot of families especially like family sessions where they like they can't do sunset because their kids are literally already asleep so that's kind of where you have to be flexible and just figure out a time that works well with like kids sleeping schedules and whatnot remember that lighting is important and when you're shooting be very aware of where your subjects are standing and how the lighting looks on them sometimes too when it's like overcast outside I'll be like oh it's overcast like I don't need to worry about where my subjects are standing at all because um the lighting is all the same like it's all going to look the exact same so I can put them wherever I want. That is literally not the case. Even though there are clouds out, the sun still is shining through and that's what's like projecting light. It's just like a little bit more dispersed. So you'll notice if you're shooting in shade or like in like a clouded area, um, the sun is still direct in some places and it's still going to be backlit in other places. Um, so when I'm shooting when it's like cloudy, I actually try to get that direct sun on my subjects because it's not like as dark and it lights my subject's face as well. 
Um, and then also like I'll switch to backlit too. But um, yeah, that's just something to think about when it comes to cloudy days. Now let's talk about shooting indoors because indoors, it's kind of its own. <laughs> it's in its own category because it is tricky. Like, let me tell you, shooting indoors is not always the easiest. And I shoot a lot of weddings. So usually weddings, like there's some part of the day that's inside um, and it can be challenging for sure. So if you're shooting indoors, my first tip, find a window literally a window is going to be your best friend and it's going to save your lighting. Um, if it's possible, turn off like all of the lights in the room. A lot of the time, like people will keep on like a lamp or something, but that will illuminate like either like a warm glow or a cool glow on their face. That's going to look very unnatural. I would rather have all the lights off and just use window light um, because that's going to like make all of your lighting even versus if you leave like a lamp on it's gonna leave like a warm glow in just some areas of the photo which is gonna be hard so I prefer to just turn my lights off and go to a window another option for shooting indoors is actually using a flash and I never really talked about using a flash outside because I usually don't ever but um if you are shooting inside and you're using a flash I have a few recommendations. The The main thing that I want to say about this is literally just like bounce that flash everywhere, but don't like point it directly at your subject. So whether you're bouncing it behind you off of a wall, which then reflects onto the ceiling, which then reflects onto your subject, or maybe you're just bouncing it straight up at the ceiling and then it's going to come down to your subject. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can bounce a flash and maybe you're using the white card on your flash too to kind of like project that flash back towards your clients. Um, all of those are great things for using a flash. Um, I find that a lot of the times if I'm shooting at a window, like specifically if my subjects are facing away from the window, um, it's kind of creating like a backlit look for my subjects. And so if I use a flash, I'm able to light up my subject, but still have that bright window light behind them. So I really like using a flash inside. I think sometimes I make things like overcomplicated and I'm, I want to use a flash like inside all the time, but sometimes it's okay to not use a flash. Um, If you are just shooting like an event and you don't really have a choice of where your subjects are standing, I definitely would recommend looking into a flash. If you can't use a flash, then just cross your fingers and shoot at at the spots where the lighting is like the best for all of the lighting options that you have. Uh, um, I've shot like cocktail hours before where the lighting is like so harsh and they're like in this dark room with like just these overhead lights on their faces And in that case, I'll just try to shoot like if there's anyone outside or something or just like I'll try to avoid that room at all costs because the lighting sucks. Um, That's I think that's all I want to say for indoors. Definitely find that window. Use that flash if you need to. Um, Yeah. But honestly, shooting indoors isn't bad. Like I like it. Um, But like I said, finding that window is really good. Even like if you can like before you even book the session figure out like 
what locations have the best lighting indoors, that would be a really good thing to figure out. Even if it's like a coffee shop and someone wants photos inside of a coffee shop, make sure you know like, okay, this coffee shop has good lighting. This one doesn't. There's this coffee shop that I shot at. Um, it was back in February and it was literally like, oh boy, it was like 15 degrees outside. So my couple like last minute was like, oh, let's just go in a coffee shop instead. And I picked this coffee shop that was like close by, but I really didn't know anything about like what the situation looked like for lighting inside. Moral of the story, it was like literally so dark. Like this coffee shop is actually like a basement and I didn't know that. It was like the place that you ordered was like by the windows and it was main floor. But then when you went into the actual seating of the coffee shop, you went down some stairs and then it was just like this big like basement vibes and I was like no it was so tragic um I ended up bringing the couple up near the ordering area and doing photos up there so just make sure you know what the lighting situation looks like before you tell someone like hey let's go here make sure you know that the lighting is good at that location recently I've been messing around with the idea of using a flash but pointing it directly forward and this is like indoors or outdoors um, and that kind of just gives it like more of like the filmy vibe, which recently I've been into because I feel like film photos are just like really trendy right now. So, um, that's something that I've been thinking about and I think is cute sometimes if you like do it right and edit it right. So if you are like outside and it's kind of dark or if you're inside, like think about maybe pointing that flash directly at your subjects and then just like editing it to look a little bit more filmy to kind of be like, you know, a little bit more trendy with your photos. I've been liking this look for my photos and I've been even doing some times doing this outside. I did it once like during the day, which I was like, mm, I like it, but I don't love um, and then I did this once it was outside, but at night and it was for my sister's senior photos. And I thought they looked really cute. They definitely were film, film looking, but I don't know if I would deliver like a whole session like that. I would probably just like ask my clients like, Hey, are you feeling creative or Hey, you want to try something different? I could do some like film looking stuff. Um, I did have clients once who wanted to do their engagement photos but they wanted something like a little bit more candid film feeling um or like the blurry photos like stuff like that so I was like okay let's try it and the photos ended up looking really cute and I was really happy with them but I remember beforehand I was literally so nervous because it's like something I've never tried before so all of that to say you can try pointing your flash directly forward to get a little bit more of a film look to your photos. I think sometimes too, lighting depends on your style of photography. Um, there are photographers who use reflectors and different things for their photos. And literally like that's fine. If that's your style, like totally go and use that and do it. Um, if you are like more of a candid style photographer, like if you're doing engagement sessions and you really like movement and you really like um, all of these different like 
emotions coming out and you focus a lot on like the movement aspect of things, sometimes lighting is going to be the last thing that you're worrying about because you're, you're trying to get more of like this movement and candid feel to your photos anyway. And sometimes those candid moments aren't perfectly lit. Um, if there's like a really cute moment that your couple or that your subject, whoever has, um, trying to recreate that and being like, oh, pause, do that again, but literally just rotate just a little bit and then the lighting will be perfect. Um, I feel like that kind of takes away from like the vibe and the atmosphere that you're going for. So um, this is just something that I've been thinking about is like sometimes the lighting is like, it's okay if it's just a little off or if we have a few shadows on the face because we got that like cute emotion or like the raw candid feel that I was going for in the first place. Um, so just remember that although lighting is important, obviously that's literally what this whole episode's about, but although lighting is important, there's some things that are out of your control. And sometimes it's like, just kind of let it go for a second. If your couple is like, really doing the things that you want them to do or like your subject is really feeling comfortable in that spot like just kind of go with it you know um or get creative with the lighting too. mess around with like if it is like random shadows on the face kind of mess around with that and make it more of like a you know a grainy feel or something like that so um those are all of my thoughts on lighting right now I kind of feel like I've completely dug my brain of all of my knowledge that I have on lighting right now. So if I think of anything else, um, I'll add it to this episode, but I don't think I have anything else. So thank you everyone for listening. I really appreciate all of your support. And I'm so glad that everyone has been finding this podcast helpful. I literally love getting DMs from you guys that say like that you love the podcast or when you guys share certain episodes to your story. I see all of that and I just want to say thank you. I really love it. And um, it just reminds me of like why I'm doing this is just to help everyone or, you know, just to help any photographer out there who feels like um, they could learn a little more or want to grow in different ways. Um, That's why I make these episodes. I literally am just here to help guys like here I am just doing the thing. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, keep my sanity No wisdom rushing in So much clearer Take, I'm getting good Getting a little bit better